0: You know I'm the stories that sing lady, and that means I'm here to answer all of your questions about how to integrate picture books into your elementary music classroom. So you might have questions like, what kinds of books do I read? Or maybe you're asking, what lesson topics do I pair with those books? Or you might be asking, what kind of lesson ideas can I use to tie books into my normal elements of music lessons? Well, whatever you're asking, you are in luck because this month until June 30th, I am holding a flash sale on my course, Simply Music Skills. This course is designed to teach you what storybooks to use in your music classroom and how to use them to teach music skills and so much more. And I am so excited because this course is on sale for over 80% off. You can take advantage of this special offer of over 80% off by going to stories that forward slash simply music skills. Be sure you get to that link as soon as possible. So you can take advantage of this special offer. This podcast is a proud member of the teach better podcast network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get on to the episode. A happy music Are you? elementary music teacher who's frustrated and overwhelmed. I'm Jeanette Shorey, a happy music teacher who loves teaching every day, but it wasn't long ago I was in your shoes. Join me Wednesdays to help you find happy in your music classroom. Today I want to talk to you a little bit about being stuck in the negative and It's hard. It's it's really, really challenging. We have colleagues who just think we're their break. We have admins. I legit one time had an admin tell another teacher, you don't want to be a specialist because they're just glorified babysitters. I mean, really? We have kids who don't respect us who talk over us who don't like anything we do we have all the things it is really really a challenging job and then don't get me started on the schedule I mean the worst schedule I ever had was I taught 10 classes in a row with lunch after like legitimately I think I had like a tiny little break to go pee and then that was it and by the time I got done with my day the cafeteria was closed so I had to bring my lunch every day I have a friend who teaches with me well not with me with me but she teaches in the county that I teach who She has 14 classes, 14 30-minute classes in her day, starting with choir and going on through the whole day. I think she gets a 30-minute lunch break and that is it. I see, I know, I feel because I've been there how easy it is to get stuck in the negative and I don't want you to be there. I, I don't want you to dwell there. I and I know it's hard. I truly know how hard it is because I've been living it for 24 years. But here's the deal you have a couple of choices. Choice number one you quit your job and you find something different. And you know what? Maybe that's an option for you. Choice number two you stay and you continue. And you do. And if you have made the choice to continue to be an elementary school music teacher, which I truly hope and wish and pray that that is what you're doing, is to continue to be an elementary school music teacher because those kids need you. If you are listening to this podcast, I know that you are learning and growing and When I go on Facebook and I go into the groups, which I love to do because I love to go in there and see what's happening and see what people are doing and see what cool ideas people have and and just chat with people, I am seeing all the things. I'm seeing all of the struggles, but I'm also seeing a lot of learning. People who've been in our profession for over 20 years, over 30 years, even I know someone who's been over 40 years in the classroom. She's in my Happy Music Teacher Academy and she is still learning and growing as a teacher. So if you're there, I, I really believe why not try To always be positive. And don't roll your eyes at me. I know what you're thinking. It's super hard. It's a hard job. It's probably one of the hardest jobs because... We don't have that option to, okay, kids, I've taught you your math lesson and now get onto your Chromebooks and or or get onto your worksheets and nothing against classroom teachers because I would not want their job. I legit would not want it. So I am not downplaying what classroom teachers have to do because they have things that, thank goodness, we never have to worry about. But there is also that part of their day where the kids are working on their own and they get to like walk around the classroom and have sort of maybe not a brain break because they're still helping, but they're they're helping in a different way. They are not performing. They are not in performance mode. They are not there singing and dancing and doing all those things that we as elementary school music teachers have to do or Good elementary school music teachers, which I know you are if you're listening to this podcast because you're somebody who's looking to grow and learn in your profession. So I, I just want you to try to unstick yourself this summer. Try and find some ways to think instead of thinking in the negative, try to think in the positive. So how does this look? in your elementary school music classroom? Well, let's explore the great what ifs. So what if instead of when your colleague says something about that you're just a glorified babysitter or your colleague is like, I had a a lady one time say to me, boy, it must be nice just to be in there singing and dancing with the kids all day. And, And she was so negative about it. What if instead of looking at that and being hurt and being angry and and just being like, how dare you? What if instead you use that as an opportunity to educate those people? What if instead you showed your classroom teachers, okay, this is what I'm doing in my classroom. Like every time I do some sort of a storybook project with my kiddos. Like, let's use as an example, I did What the Road Said with my kiddos last year and this year. And they split into project groups of four people and they worked together on a soundscape. And before they worked on the soundscape, we talked all about the elements of the story. We talked about the characters. We talked about the setting. We talked about the plot. We talked about all those elements. And that's for another day. I will I will try to remember to schedule a podcast all about that because it's pretty cool. But so they had those Google Forms and I shared the Google Forms with the classroom teachers. So the classroom teachers could see that yes, I was teaching music, but yes, I was also doing this other thing that looks a lot like what they're doing in their classroom. And yes, I had the knowledge to do that. And so that that is one way that you can reframe their brains to show them that you're not just in there singing and dancing. Yes, you're singing and dancing, but you're doing a lot more than that. So That is the great what if number one. What if you reframed things and instead of being hurt, you tried to solve that problem. And maybe you already have, and it's a hard road, it's a hard hill to climb up. But if you reframe it and think instead of being hurt, say, hmm, you know what? I don't think they have a clue what goes on in my classroom, maybe, I'm going to invite the teacher in and I'm going to say to the teacher, okay, this day or this day or this day, I want you to come in and I want you to participate in the music classroom. Now, they may look at you like you have three heads, but you know, it's a possibility. So invite them in or educate them on what you're actually doing because truly, truly, they're I mean, yeah, you're going to have those kind of mean people, but for the most part, they just don't get it. They don't understand what we do. The great what if number two, what if you were grateful every day? What if you started every day and you made yourself a journal? Now you can buy journals and I will link in the show notes to a couple of really good grateful journals Or you can create your own or you don't even like I find it really nice to write. And if you don't do a lot of writing, you may want to try it because it's really kind of a cool thing to do. So let's say that you're grateful every morning and I literally have a note in my phone that at about 10 minutes after I wake up, which right now is 610, it says be grateful first. Well, actually, mine says pray first because I like to pray, but that may not be your deal. And if you don't like to do that, then you could just say, be grateful first. And so that is the first thing I do. Before I get on my phone, I spend some time just being at one with myself and finding something to be grateful for. And I can tell you, it has totally reframed everything I do. So what if you were grateful every day? What if you could find one thing to be grateful for? And specifically for you, if you are struggling and trying to get unstuck in that negative framework that you might be in, think specifically about your principal, your colleagues, the parents in your school and those kiddos in your school and don't just be grateful for the kiddos that sit with their hands in their lap straight up and are like I am like an angel and that's how I like to be like an angel I mean those kids are easy to like right try instead being grateful for that one kiddo who is on your last nerve all the time find something you love about that kiddo And tell them what it is that is going to help you. And it's going to help them because they're going to be like, oh my gosh. Like I love to, my art teacher that I worked with for the last 10 years, she always says, use your superpowers for good and not evil. So I try to find a superpower that my kiddos have. And one of the ones I love to use is, did you know, that you're a leader in this classroom and did you know that every single person in this classroom is watching you and they are doing what you do and if you are not doing the right thing if you are making choices that you should not be making you are using your powers of leadership for evil instead of good and could you please just try for me using those superpowers for good because those kids are looking at you and they're watching you or whatever that kiddos, I mean, you know your kids, especially if you've had them since kindergarten. You know their strengths. You may not know them like as well as the classroom teacher does, but you know their strengths. You know their weaknesses. You know how to get to them. Try finding one thing about that kiddo to be grateful for and to be thankful for and try finding whoever it is in your music teacher life who is on your last nerve, who is hurting your feelings, who is making you crazy, that is the person you want to try and find a way to be grateful for them. So that is the first two what ifs. Here is the third one. Are you ready? What if you surrounded yourself with positivity? Instead of getting into that habit, which we all get into, I am just as guilty of it as anybody else, of talking negatively, talking about the negative things that happened, talking about the negative people in our lives, talking about just all of that negativity, thinking about all of that negativity, what if you surrounded yourself with positivity? What if you surrounded yourself with only positive people? Stop hanging out with the people who are poking fun at other people in your job. I mean, I had lunch with a lady one time that all she did the whole time was badmouth everyone. And I finally was like, you know what? I don't need to be around this person. So I took myself out of that situation because it starts to rub off on you. So surround yourself with people who are up and who are friendly and who are helpful and who make your life better every day. If there is someone in your life who is not a positive person for you, then they do not need to be in your life. Make that, make a pact with yourself that you're only going to surround yourself with positive people, positive news. So I'm going to link in the show notes to this email that I get every morning. It is called nice news. And I find that it is the most uplifting, wonderful part of my day. I do like to keep up with current events. So, and I love the Today Show. It is like my favorite news show. But I really try not to watch the first hour. I try to watch the second hour. And this is a new habit because, you know, I couldn't watch the news when I was working full time. But now that I'm not... I am trying to check out like the tidbits of news because the 8 a.m. gives you like all the things that are happening and then it has like uh, the morning boost and the pop start and those types of things and it gets into more of the you know slice of life sort of news and that's what I like. and that's what I think is good for my brain space so nice news is similar to that because it's all nice news it's all positive news and it is like the best way to start your day it tells you all kinds of really great positive things that are happening in the world so surround yourself with positive news another Place that I love to go with pot for positive news is Willie Geist's Sunday today. I have my own mug and everything. I absolutely am a super fan of Willie Geist, and the reason is because he does his bit of news, and then there's always a feature on there about someone who has done something good in the world and then he always has an interview with either a famous singer a famous artist somebody famous and those are kind of cool and then my favorite is he's got the highs and lows of the week and he gives you like some of the funniest things that have happened during the week so i love to watch those kinds of news programs The third way that I like to surround myself with positivity is positive self-talk. So I want you to make a pact with yourself. Try and spend some time this summer. And if you've discovered me later, then try and find some mind space while you're teaching to be positive to yourself. I can tell you at 58 years old, I look in the mirror and I'm like, Where did that come from? And where did this come from? Because, you know, my body has totally reshaped itself. And I don't always love the way my body has reshaped itself. So I'm trying really hard to look in the mirror and find something positive. Instead of looking directly at that thing in the mirror, oh my gosh, my grays are showing. Or, oh my gosh, I hate the way my thighs look. Or, you know, whatever. Or, um, if you look in the mirror and you love what you see, then maybe your thinking goes along the lines of which, if you're female, I'm sorry, but I, I can't think of one person ever that's that just loves everything about themselves. But pick something about yourself that you really love. Oh my gosh, my hair looks great today. Or, you know... I really love the way this makeup looks on me. I think I did a really good job with it, whatever. Um, Positive self-talk. If you are, if we're talking about, let's say the way you sang a song recently, you know, instead of picking up, because for me, when I'm singing, guess what? I'm focusing on those parts that I didn't do well. So try to focus instead on the parts you did do well. Every time you find yourself talking negatively in your head about yourself, reframe it. And if you can't find a positive thing about yourself, reach out to your best friend, that person who loves you no matter what, that person who is going to be there for you every time and be like, Please tell me one thing you really love about me. And they're going to do that. They're going to help you with that. So let's go back over our great what ifs. Number one, what if you looked at things differently? What if you reframed that negative and made it into a positive or helped someone else see you or what you do in a different light? Number two, What if you were grateful every day? Find three minutes in your day and find one thing that you're grateful for. It does not have to be a whole paragraph, write it down. Number three, surround yourself with positivity, positive people, positive news, and positive self-talk. If you got some great tips and tidbits that are going to help you become a happy music teacher, I would be so thankful if you'd leave me a review. Thanks so much for your time. Well, that's all I have for you today. But before I go, let me remind you, keep learning, keep growing, and keep being Fabulous You.